Hello everyone. This is Zon365 and I'm back with a new story from my head which is original. And the title of the story is My reincarnated life wife loves me too much. So without further ado let us begin the story. I woke up or should I say it had been a long time and as I simply sit here and in my bed old chinese bed and surrounded by old sorts of old castle type things having servants roaming around I was born in a very rich family in ancient china and in a china where superpowers were real people could fly on swords or technically if you have to be specific about it zanjia china which means all superpowers are real all incredible beasts like dragons lions lion dragons or all mythical creatures are real and in such a world i was transmigrated into this young scholars a young scholar the son of one of the ministers of the king and the place i transmigrated from was our very own earth and as i can say that my life was quite comfortable my father had married my mother and apart from me i was the oldest son and i had a younger brother and a younger sister and as i grew up my father was mostly doing the stuff which is required by the ministers and being at the back end call of the king helping him out probably giving decisions or probably making a stand on some decision or basically helping him govern the whole thing and i could say my father wasn't the prime minister or the one at the head of every minister he was one of the common ministers but due to his good work and everything and the way he managed that he was in a considerably what can i say comfortable position and as such our life was also comfortable my father was a typical chinese man of that of those years he he was a scholar who went up attended the imperial exams got a good rank got a good and once he got a good rank a family came up to him who offered him their daughter he liked the daughter married her and then at one point of time he thought of going and uh, going after another woman but because my mother's family was too strict with him he couldn't go ahead with any of those things and plus my mother had actually distinguished herself by taking very excellent care of his older parents so in that way i could say that the whole control of the entire household was under my mother my father didn't actually apart from grumbling a bit about it initially about how he could come couldn't compare with his other friends and other colleagues who had three step daughters and step wives and even step sons had only me and my brother and sister and only one wife and he felt quite what can you say oppressed by it but he wasn't much to bother about it because his work was so much at being at the back and call of the king that he didn't actually care after some time he simply just found it but the problems which his colleagues were facing they just wanted him also to face the same kind of problems so he simply gave up on on that idea as a young boy of a minister i had oh, i could say a very normal childhood and plus being 
pampered a lot, being fed good food, silk sheets, all sorts of things, delicious foods every meal. And as such, I was, I could say, a bit roly-poly, a bit round, like a simple watermelon rolling around from one corner of the house to another. My mother liked my appearance, my father initially did not like my appearance, but he was later on, he was charmed by the whole cuteness thing which my mother proposed about me, or spoke about me, the way she loved me. So, and plus, as I started growing older, all the fat and everything melted off my body, body, and by the time, and I can say, that by the time I was seven year old, my memories from my previous life, my memories from my time on earth came back to me. And I can say that once the memories came back and I was and I had a little bit of what can I say episodes but mostly just disguised it as being feeling extremely sick and just not meeting anybody. I'm just telling everybody to stay away from me since I didn't want anybody else to get sick as well. By the meantime, I integrated with my original or what can you say, previous self. And as the integration was completed, a new person was found. Was Was there now. As I speak, I hear I realized that I have never actually mentioned my name and I can say my name was Zuan Lin or Zhu Lin for short and as with Zhu being my surname and Lin being my first name and as the young master of the family I was my pampering and everything was the same itself there wasn't much change but since my abilities but my overall abilities my ability to study my ability to comprehend languages and my ability to be able to perform mathematics and other subjects of that time was greatly increased and as such my father wanted me to become a minister as well I wasn't very much keen on such a thing. So, as I was, so as I started reaching the age of 15, of 14, I decided that I would join the military, serve a couple of years, and then come back. And it wasn't much of a issue. My younger brother and my younger sister both were born and my father felt that it was a great honor to serve in the military and as such I joined as an officer, went there among the generals, worked with the generals and after about five years or six years I can say that I was finally posted back or I managed to come back to my home. I had become a young man. From a teenager, I had become a young man. And as a young man, my parents had been quite encouraged or quite in favor of looking for a wife for myself. I wasn't very much keen on the scene and it was not something which I was looking forward to either because staying in the army for such a long time or the military for that time you saw a lot of stories of people telling their loved ones and losing their loved ones so I could say that by that time I had heard these things I had experienced these things my my idea of having a family even having children had been quite what do you say wasn't that enthusiastic about it or even had actually tried to 
entertain myself with any of the camp followers or any of the people who followed the military campaign the country in which we stayed was known as ding ding country it was named after a buddhist monk who had actually quite achieved enlightenment in the spot and the whole country was made even the kingdom was made on that spot so in honor of of the buddhist monk the country was named ding ding country because one of his he always used a particular bell in his hand which when he uh, used would create a sound wave which could actually purify every single person cure injuries and everything and even keep all malicious beasts or supernatural beasts which those demons and everything out of the city just by that magical bell the king's family the royal family actually had that bell and every week the bell used rings every day and every night so that to actually ensure that no demonic beasts or no monsters or nothing actually stays inside the country the and as but even though the power of this bell was good or it was useful but the problem seems to come that most of the trade routes we had they had to be protected and sometimes other countries or other nations with their kings wanted to invade our country for the bell and to make it their own now such they had a constant stream of battles going on with our neighbors who all wanted the same thing and at the same time we had to protect and serve our people as five years had passed i was quite surprised because initially when i had joined the military i thought that i'll serve for a few months get a chance to go on a holiday go back home spend some time 10 15 days then come back and instead once i went, went there i realized that one couldn't a person couldn't actually leave the military until uh, they had been called back by the king or they had to achieve the sufficient number of years and the minimum number of years for any officer to actually leave the military or even come back for a visit was 5 years and when i came back from the military as riding on horses along with my trusted soldiers as such during the entire military campaign during the 5 years i distinguished myself quite well being able to chart plans making plans actually able to understand and ensuring that i treated my men well as such i was given control or command over a group of at least 50 people who my trained day and night and ensured that they served me well and served the country well every and my seniors as as well as my juniors my juniors used to hate me because of my ability and my talent but my seniors loved me because i didn't actually try to go ahead or try to indulge in any of the uh, politics of the field ensured i did my work came at the right time left at the right time didn't do too much of the nonsense or wasn't actually in any way trying to usurp anybody's authority or trying to get credits and at the same time i am sure any good things that were found was distributed equally among my people and others who were there 
as such, I had good relations with all the, the generals and other officers who didn't mind me, who were comfortable with me. But at the same time, they knew my ability was higher, but they didn't feel a jealousy because they felt that I didn't have that ambition. I didn't have that cutthroat drive. And they knew that I was simply serving my time and I would leave once my period of service was over. After, I can say that after five years coming back, we were all riding horses. And as we were riding horses through the jungles on our way back, suddenly I heard a scream. And all of us simply stopped because it was a jungle and there was how we couldn't actually fathom but how could a scream be coming through the jungle because there were many there weren't demonic beasts there but there were cases of bandits or sometimes in situations where some creatures or some plants or animals which were dangerous sometimes took root and travelers might actually get caught like a tree which might actually use you as like a Venus flytrap but the only problem is the regate humans or trees it's simply you sleep under them and they use you and roots start growing into your body through your body and turning your entire body into sustenance for itself so as such thinking or even snakes for that matter tigers or if I continue along that way I can say all the things that you find in a normal jungle those were there apart from the supernatural ones as well so me and my men stood stopped and I sent out of the 50 men in my group I sent 10 to go from the 10 to approach from back and 10 to approach from the right and the remaining 30 which included me approached straight through the jungle running straight through the jungle to ensure that if it was actually a trap or was somebody actually in trouble as we ran run through the jungle we could running through we realized that there was a loud noise of fighting going on so it's like clashing blood was being spilled and as we ended up reaching another clearing our team of 30 people reaching reached the clearing we saw a very peculiar situation a woman was sitting in a carriage and a horse drawn carriage and using the sword and a knife was fighting off bandits who were trying to kill her although already one woman had been stabbed through which looked like a maid who was dressed as a maid by the mistress or I could say the owner lady was fighting with a lot of skill and strength and had killed two or three of the enemies. I was surprised because in this world women practicing martial arts was rare and apart from that and even more rare for them to be very good at it. As I saw this I tell, told my archers, told the archers who were with my team to simply fire upon the bandits who were fighting against them. And as they knocked the bows and I gave the order, suddenly, or I can say, as spoke, fire, arrows went through the full through the jungle and pierced the backs of all the bandits and as the bandits fell to the ground 
and the woman was still weary with a sword held up. I and the rest of my men went through the trees, came through the trees and finally looked upon the woman. A face was covered with a thin satin or cotton cloth which covered her face. Only her eyes were visible and her hair had been done up in one of the fancy hairstyles from the city with three loops on one loop at the head on top and two loops at the side. I found it a bit funny but I actually controlled my laugh because these things it shows how because these loops and this style of fashion was very popular but it felt as a transmigrator it felt utterly ridiculous and it looked quite weird. I simply went there to the woman who was standing there and as she looked at us, looked at the flag we were carrying, she calmed down. She lowered her sword. Being the head of the team, I simply got down from my horse and approached her as one of my men also approached behind me following me I simply went over and then and said using my cupping my hands together and against my fist I bowed and I said hello miss I'm Zualin and I'm part of the military an officer from the military and I was passing this way I saw that you are in trouble I heard the sound of battle forgive me for not coming sooner let my are you alright and is there anybody uh, is someone still alive I'll have please let me know who you are the woman lowered her sword even further and put it in a stubborn. My name, she said, or should I say, this one's, this great person's name is Ming. I said, Ming? Okay, I understood. Had you tell me your surname as well? And surname is Yao. One of the men, two of the men behind me gasped, and I realized which family she belonged to. Similar to me, Ming Layton was also a, a minister's daughter. But due to, could say, their family situation was much similar the whole normal Chinese family situation of that period. She had a stepmother, she had stepbrothers. Her mother, her original mother, died during childbirth and she wasn't favored because of that. All this news was known to everybody in the city and the father had actually somewhat given up on this daughter and had decided to actually cultivate his younger daughter and son. I was quite, even though this was there, I was slightly shocked that they would actually allow a daughter, one of their family members, to even come along this path. Because as far as I could tell that this wasn't the standard route, or this wasn't the standard route to anywhere, unless she was she wanted to join the military, I couldn't see any other reason why she would be on this path. And I understood that this might be a conspiracy from her family to actually get rid of her. But anyway, this wasn't any of my problem. 
family issues could be solved by family itself and i could say that this wasn't much uh, hero like behavior but in these this type of environment in this side of zanzibar land or in this type of cultivated world showing interest or showing any sort of benevolence or gratitude to strangers never actually helped out anyone people have died and will die in this world for the slightest things or even brushing against a person's knees and laughing coughing speaking talking or even not talking or even nodding your head not nodding your head raising your eyes or closing your eyes there could be all sorts of small minor things which might actually end up in a person dying and i understood the whole situation simply told i saw that the carriage had been badly damaged and as we and as our men my men who went around the carriage looking for for uh, any survivors they found that the other woman this servant who was there was accompanying the lady Ming Xiao was fatally injured but was still alive I simply went ahead and told my men to provide her first aid over her clothes as a lot of decorum and things were quite common in this type of time and as such a lot of you couldn't actually if anybody actually touched the bare skin of the woman was as good as or saw women in a state of undress they would have to marry her or the woman would say that she has been corrupted or impure or something along those lines and it usually became a terrible thing or a problem for both the parties even doctors had to be very extremely careful when dealing with women and female doctors weren't allowed in this time my men simply provided all the first aid they could on the top of her clothes as she had a stab wound through her skin and while the mistress didn't look like she had any injuries or so I simply decided that all right I would drop her back to her house in the city we were anyway going there so I simply said all right okay stop please I bowed my hands and said please join us I'll offer you a horse if you are able to ride and we will leave you to the city back to the city one was arrogant and then gave a sniff as if it was sort of expected of us to do it i didn't care too much many of the women in this time period or these ancient times were like this they had us entitled sense of self importance and self glorification and i had actually introduced myself and people of the same what can you say level i could say that i in my position was a bit lower because for the years i had i wasn't a general who was higher than my own father i was simply a officer who was still considered lower than a minister only generals were considered at the level of equal or higher opinions as i think you have to go and as and as you simply start going she climbed up with a very what is a practice tees on one of the horses next to me and while one of my men sat sat with another one of my men and simply we started riding back 
I could say that it was quite a an eventful and a long not a long journey though. We didn't she didn't try to push any words, any soft words or anything. Neither did I. And as we made to a city made our way to our residence. Our horses stopped right in front of the house. The minister, seeing so many men coming right in front of his house, was shocked and scared at what might have happened. As many of my men had just come from the border and we didn't look at the very best. And at the same time, there was a fear, that a very legitimate fear that has been told them that he was going to kill them all. Because in these times, even that wasn't a guarantee. If, if you had favor, everything was good. If you didn't have favor, you wouldn't survive to see the next sunrise. And the only people who were good or who were smart enough didn't try to carry too much favor and at the same time didn't try to carry disfavor simply remained in middle like my father and as such no matter how many kings changed or how many princes won or who fought they were secure in their position and, I, and would never have to face any difficulties that the others would be facing as the father came out he shouted once he saw his own daughter, what have you done? Why are you here? And what is all this? I realized the daughter was, the daughter didn't respond quickly. And I felt it was a bit strange because the women of this period were, I wouldn't say weak, but their strength lied in different places. And after coming across bandits who wanted to kill you. A normal woman of this period would simply have broken down. Or a cunning woman also would have simply broken down, got off the chair and ran into her father's arms and started bawling her eyes out. Instead, this woman who was sitting next to me on another house simply got off this the horse and simply stared at her father. She didn't go ahead, she didn't go back, she didn't look left, she didn't look right, but simply stared at her father through the eyes as though she knew what had as though she knew that it was her father who had planned her death and had sent her there so that she would be killed. After a stare down of about 15 seconds, I realized that I had to break the ceremony because I had to reach first, report to the king that I'm back and so on and then, and then go home. So I simply got off my horse, went to the father and bowed my hands and, and described the situation. He was shocked, but his shock came at the wrong place. I could tell that there was something wrong with his family. How they treated their family members. And even after, I explained the whole situation in detail of how she was. At the same time, as she hadn't mentioned anything about I could, I didn't. I kept the part that she fought off the bandits hidden because I wasn't sure whether it should be spoken or not because by the time on our way here I had noticed she had simply given her sword to her to one of the soldiers and who had act promptly put it with the rest of her belongings such that it didn't look like she was carrying a sword on her person. And I simply, so that was done. And once 
the father understood. He bowed his head and gave a look to his daughter and asked her to come in. And left. Left and went inside. The daughter actually the daughter started walking. She didn't say yes, thank you or any sort of things. But as I didn't actually think too much about it. I was just preparing my horses to turn around when seeing when suddenly her leg crossed the door of her mansion. One's foot was inside the house and one's foot was outside. Suddenly she turned around. Around so quickly that I thought she might have actually give herself a whiplash from the speed of the student. And her eyes, which had been showing a hint of arrogance, a hint of danger, and a hint of conviction, started tearing up. And then a most unexpected thing happened. Both her feet came outside. She turned around and gave an, a deep bow to me and my soldiers. Said, thank you for saving me. I've, I, Ming Xiao, will never forget, forget this. I was surprised. This was quite an attitude change in a span of minutes. And her face, it looked pained. Somewhere. As you see, I recall something painful. I didn't, I said it is alright. And I said that nothing, it is not there. It is one of the duties of the soldier. And simply considered that it does part of it. Then simply started moving my horse away and I simply said that take care take care of yourself I said that and as I said take care of yourself I was surprised and she said you too and I turned my head around because in this world there wasn't anything like a response to the greeting or to the goodbye which I said and people thank, people usually ended their sentences to thank you for your benevolence or thank you for your ad graciousness or thank you for your kindness or thank you for your courage you too were something so modern at the same time so special that my eyes simply stared at my head turned around and I stared at her for a few more times, but her head was still bored. Then, and I just simply said, okay, under my breath, and simply we started making our way. We went to the kingdom, we came to the king's palace. The king was there. He greeted us, congratulated us on serving the nation and sent us all away and as we were all going away I spoke with my soldiers few of them had been injured or crippled during the entire fighting about 10 to 15 of them had been severely injured although the medical aid had been given and due to my own knowledge of medicine I've ensured that many of the people who were under my command were given the best of the best medical aid and sometimes I even ensured that I was there to provide them medical aid so I simply told them told the, my soldiers that they could go back to their families and the remaining people who were there who had been severely injured I told them to took out a pouch full of gold and told them to buy a big manor 
somewhere in the city, at the outskirts of the city, for themselves. As I had decided that I would be living, I'd like to have a farmhouse of my own, or a place where I could relax, away from the entire problems of the city. As such, when I could cultivate, grow grapes and other such corn, grapes and all such things that were relevant and which were so very rare in this world. As my men made their way and I reached my home, my two of my immediate subordinates came along with me. One of them had been dispatched along on my way when I had first started going on my part to military and I had been a former soldier who had been serving my family. And as we came through the threshold of the house, my mother ran to me and hugged me and said, how have you been? You didn't, I can see you have grown thin and all the things that a mother complains about. But she was glad that I was back. My father, as a typical Chinese man, grunted twice. I didn't care too much. I grunted back. And he considered that as an appropriate response and simply went back to his chambers. My mother said that your father was very, has been missing you and he has he heard that you would be coming today. So has been pacing back and forth. I understood. In this time, I understood my father's personality and I gently smiled. And as my mother took me home, brought me to my room, and I was served by my and my men were served by the staff and later on during dinner my father sat next my father, my mother, and my younger brother and my sister sat next to us on a table. Father said, Lynn, you have served in the military. You have brought honor to your family. As such, you are now obligated as a son of this family that you need to have a family of your own understood what my father was saying. I had grown. I was now a soldier and as such, I could, if I wanted to stay with my parents, they were okay. They wouldn't actually go against it. But at the same time, they would, they would in some circumstances even prefer it. But I had been alone first. Years in the field, but it felt slightly weird to go back into the fold under my father's skin. And I was ready to say that okay, I'm all ready to move out and if they want to me to do something else or something, if they want me to serve my getting. I had responses given when suddenly I said, it is high time that you get married. My mind simply stopped for a moment. It was like, me get married? Uh, am I not too young? My father nonsense. Most of my friends' children have already gotten married within, within the day you were getting went to the military. Many of my friends' children within that year actually got married while you were serving in the military. They were getting married and many of them have, even have grandchildren. I just fall I smiled. I understood. My father wanted me to have grand a son or a daughter. So whom he could pamper and give sweets. And I wasn't very much against it. So I simply said, that alright, I shall go ahead with whomsoever you choose 
but there's just one condition my father expecting something weird simply said what she should be beautiful she should be nice and she should have good values that she takes care of her parents in my absence father said those are just part of the six virtues that women in these times are required to cultivate or learn even your sister is learning those things why are you saying it as the it is something special i smiled i said nothing more but i realized that my mind was still going back to my modern era things and experiences which most the people had faced so i simply smiled as we were sitting together and the days passed and i was relaxing my father came then my mother father sent my mother and she came to me with portraits of lot of many daughters of ministers and as i looked at each and every one of them my mind simply started going back to the one girl whom i had met in yeah she was pretty she was fierce and a look which she gave me the moment she before she was going to enter her house and somewhat gained my curiosity i was curious about it so i simply told my parents that the eldest daughter of me have seen her and i would like to give her as my mother heard what i said she was glad she was slightly glad at the same time she was slightly nervous because the first daughter of ming was considered a wild child a girl who did whatever she liked and at the same time was proficient in using saber arts the same and there had been rumors that she wasn't very filial she didn't respect her parents but since i was the most beloved son and there was the first girl that i had chosen my mother simply said that she would go ahead and go and present it and i was i afterwards i simply th- kept it out of my mind and as I was sitting at home enjoying and relaxing my mother came back to my room a few days later came back to me it had been a few days she said the mings have accepted your proposal although they were surprised when you went when i mentioned that it is the eldest daughter that you want to marry they were surprised for a while but later on they agreed quickly I understood some I at this point I was simply guessing what the family situation was and I expected something along the lines of she might not have been treated well she might have a lot of problems and at the same time the family also wanted to get rid of her and getting married to me who wasn't a general but at the same time had a respect was a respectable officer in the imperial army would actually give them huge good face and at the same time there wasn't nobody could say that they weren't doing right by their daughter and they had 
and my mother showed me the acceptance letter that they had accepted and as as slightly curious I asked her my mother to arrange a meeting so that I can speak with her and meet her and come to know her likes dislikes and my mother was slightly curious that what is what was the name that as you would be getting married in any way in a few you would get engaged in a few days what was the reason for you to actually go and speak to her i said simply i do not want to be in a situation where it i later on come to know that she has no interest me simply being forced into the marriage at the same time her personalities her likes and dislikes should match if there is too much of a difference between us then it might not be a happy or what can happy marriage my mother simply stared at me like i had grown on an extra head said that women of this country always do their duty and i just felt a bit dichotomy i could say a separation my mother implied that all women were f- because as a part of classic education of women girls were taught that they should be respectable to their parents grandparents their husband uh, all of them should not dress this way but at the same time the girl whom i was going to court the was different some would say even strange as she wielded a saber and fought of bandits and simply said that she simply said she's the girl i like and my mother didn't say any further she simply said okay i'll get come with my their family and ask them if it is all right for you to go uh, to their house and visit hey i felt that that was an appropriate response and i waited a few days another few days later i got the permission and i simply went to the house went to the house with two of my subordinates mother was curious that why i took my subordinate i said it is simple these guys have been sitting at home for too long and they want to stretch their legs a bit and at the same time it just it is just protection for me as well my mother didn't understand but she means things was anything like neither is my fault so as i read i read that to the house and i said the to her house she was uh, as greeted by the sir by the father he brought he simply grabbed my hands and gave me wishes and said and told me that it was his honor that a person from the military was interested in his lovely daughter i didn't think much about it but i knew that how people treated how people were so treated by their family according to the words which i used i said nothing simply smiled a gentle smile and as he took me to the garden where she was sitting it was quite there was a tea brewing set on the table she was sitting next to it and as i started making my way the father realizing that i was going to make my way to her simply stepped back and said that sir please uh, uh, a few nannies would be nearby at nearby actually sure for that uh, 
to ensure that you have a chaperone. I didn't think too much about it. And they were usually what was the standard practice or standard procedure. So simply went to the canopy. But the moment my feet started walking, I touched the marble tiles leading up to the canopy from the house. I saw her immediately turn her head. There was that look, the look that she gave me the first time, the last time I met her. The eyes filled with deep sadness, at the same time, unrequited joy of seeing me. I didn't think too much. I smiled at her and I simply made my way a bit quicker. And I greeted her. She stood up and greeted me back. Simply sat down and motioned for her to Simply sat down. And she said, please, allow me. And as she said, allow me, I was slightly surprised. I was like, alright. She was preparing some tea for me. And I was sat there. Sat there and she started preparing. Simply, I didn't want to because three going ceremony in this in the ancient world is an elaborate procedure. And the one way of showing respect when somebody was preparing to for you was not to talk, simply observe. I saw her brutally in a very strange way. In the liquid came a lot darker. I was surprised at what I felt that the drink which I was being served was not tea. But anyway, I was sure that my cultivation in my strength could counter anything, any of the, what do you say, harmful effects it was. And as I grabbed the glass, ceramic glass, brought it up to my lips and she sat next to me, a gentle smile on my face. The moment I took a sip, my mind simply exploded because what I was sipping wasn't tea, neither was it coffee, neither something strange, something unique like lemon tea or lemongrass tea or some type of cauliflower tea or some exotic tea which grew on some godforsaken mountain or in some deep ravine. It was chocolate. She had prepared hot chocolate for I looked at her with a look that I couldn't actually believe and I was so surprised. Genuine shock was on my face but I simply took it but instead of taking a small slip, I took a big, big sip as the big sip and then I licked my lips. Pulled my lips inside and left my colleague. Thank you for this. I wasn't sure whether I should say, hey, thank you for the hot chocolate. But the people in the recent times, they don't know what hot chocolate. And I was pretty sure this chocolate came from Africa. And this was ancient China. Even mystical china. So how did she get her hands in chocolate? Was a big surprise. He smiled and said, oh, if you liked it, uh, it actually is something which is being grown uh, from city three. From a country, city in the next kingdom on our